Danny Bell Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy Newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. Today we'll be talking about episode 15 of season 2, Phases. Phases. I didn't want more come to that time. Swooped in. You didn't want to give me a chance to have anything else to say. (laughs) You're ready on that. And we're ready to go in the library. Boom, we are... Sorry, we just have to quickly make sure that Chris's uh, apparently Soviet enemies were, were not tracking him from the outside. They're sleeping. Did They're put, sleeping. Did you put an X on the window? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Chris Bermonte, a star of British Spies. Uh, <laughs> how's everyone doing? How you guys? How are you guys doing? Good. Great. Yeah? Fantastic. You need a banana. Nice. Didn't have dinner. So nice. I have a bag of dames. Dams. 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 From Ikea. And a banana. I didn't realize that Ikea sold any food besides Swedish meatballs. Oh, they do. I have a bunch of Ikea cinnamon buns in my fridge, which they're actually kind of Is that from when you and I went? Yeah, I like, I bought them all and then I didn't eat them until like two days later. Sure. And like, now they're moved to the fridge, but they just, when I ate the first one, I was like, oh, this is stale. I don't even know, like, (laughs) and also originally when we bought them, they were just like sitting out in this like weird, like place that seemed like they weren't for sale. Oh, the guy just pointed to them as if, yeah. It seemed like they weren't for sale. And I was just like, oh, I want a six-pack of cinnamon buns, but, like, you don't have any packaged, so could I just get, like, six fresh ones? Or, like, he was like, these? And he just pointed to these, like, kind of awful-looking cinnamon buns. <laughs> <laughs> They're already packaged. And I'm like, sure, why not? And later, Holland and I were walking back to the car, and someone's like, where'd you get the cinnamon buns? And we're like, the gentleman right over there. <laughs> we turned, and it was just a little... You know that up. their Swedish meatballs are made out of horse. What? Yeah. Yeah? That's why Dead I them. horse. I'm glad I just don't eat meat. Because... I don't think that they are. You don't think so? <laughs> <laughs> So I think. Oh, this is <laughs> like, do you know for sure? Like, did you read like a variety article about I this? Somehow have that piece of information. So you did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel confident to share it. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. IKEA horse murderers. <laughs> all, all of my furniture is from IKEA. All of my furniture has been from IKEA since like a young age. Mm-hmm. You really didn't. You don't know for a fact. If it's I don't actually think we should be slandering Ikea. What if Ikea wants to sponsor this podcast? Yeah, you're right. Ikea. They <laughs> humanely murdered those horses. <laughs> Great. I'm just kidding. I'm just, oh. I'm, I don't know where I learned Kia's that. Ikea's and No, uh, <laughs> no animals were harmed in the uh, making of this session, but there were some animals harmed in Sunnydale. Uh, and if you're like, what? <laughs> what? What does What? You probably didn't watch the episode, which is fine because Chris Bramante is going to summarize this episode in five super easy howling sentences. So, Chris, take it away. Xander and Cordelia's relationship is heating up at makeout point when all of a sudden a wolf attacks them because it's a werewolf. Bubba boom. One. One. Is it always like makeout point? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it like Springfield? That may be a reference to something oh. in the future. Oh, like, uh, is like that a, spot that generally like, called make-out make point? point? Is, yeah, like, I guess it's just a phrase. But, like, how great would it be just, like, every point where people make out? It's just, like, there's just, like, a sign. Just becomes like, a make-out point? Yeah. Like, outside the Baskin-Robbins becomes a make-out point? Yeah. <laughs> just because people made a point to make out? <laughs> Maybe we should just get a bunch of signs that say make-out point and go around and any place we think it's looks like, like it's a make-out point. Yeah. yeah. Like Chernobyl. Make-out point. Why not? <laughs> Uh, you could make out Chernobyl is make it out point, or make 
Won't make it. Won't make it out. You can make out at Chernobyl, and then your faces will meld together, and then you'll just become a blob of radiation. I stop the world and melt with you. That's what that's about. Yep, Chernobyl. Romantic. Yeah, and it ends with there's it ends with two mouths joining as one, (laughs) singing the song. (laughs) Um, We can just keep it here for now. Okay. Um. (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's get the music back up. So. There's a werewolf around Sunnydale, and Giles is giddy as a young... Let's, let's pause for the, the tiny thunderstorm that's is, blowing through here. Giles is giddy as a young bag-rustling child <laughs> about the prospect of finding out who this werewolf is, and Buffy is keen on making sure that they don't just kill the werewolf because 27 days out of the month, that werewolf's a person. Which is not the perspective shared by a pelt-hunting man named Cain, I believe. Yes. Two. Two. In Giles and Buffy's hunt for the werewolf, they encounter Cain, who is dead set on violently killing this werewolf so he could sell its hide. And as Buffy comes to believe that one of her classmates was killed by the werewolf, she starts to believe that maybe we do need to kill this werewolf after all. But then, at the funeral of this girl, the girl comes back to life as a vampire, and it turns out she was sired by Angel, and Angel is sending her messages that he is alive out there and trying to torment her. Three? Three. (laughs) Meanwhile... In the romance department, Oz, <laughs> Oz and Willow, their relationship is heating up as well, and Xander is the most jealous guy in the world, and he's not cool with it, and he is making comments left and right. But then we find the werewolf asleep in the woods, and it turns into Oz. Four. Dun, dun, dun. Willow comes over to confront Oz at his apartment, at his house. And says, what's the deal, man? You're tugging my tag into my shirt and all, you know, you're sending me all these romancy signals. And then Oz is like, Willow, get out. And all of a sudden he turns into the werewolf himself. And after a crazy showdown in the woods, Willow is able to tranquilize Oz and not kill him. And Buffy bends the gun of the hunter and says, get out of my town, hunter. And he leaves. Five. <laughs> Great. <laughs> You did it. You should be very, yeah, very happy about that. That's the episode. Good job. I did miss the Larry subplot. Oh, that's fine. We'll, we'll work we'll into that. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll work into that. Um, so, cat's out of the bag, or if you don't mind me saying, the werewolf is out of the bag, because... <laughs> I thought you were about to say the cat's out of the bag B, because he's Larry Bagby. <laughs> what? <laughs> cat's out of the bag B. <laughs> Werewolf's out of the bag B. Bagby, yeah, so Bagby comes out in this episode. Yeah? Uh, it really, it's his episode. Yeah. This episode is about someone who has been hiding secret mm-hmm. from all of his friends for fear of persecution. Yeah. Uh, for fear of being hunted, for fear of being chased and tormented, and that's Larry. Yeah. And I think it's a very, it's a great episode, because yeah. Larry, it's, it's Larry's episode. Right. And I think the best thing about him coming out is, like, it isn't... A, like, Xander doesn't address it to anyone. Like, he could have gone to Buffy and be like, oh my god, Larry's gay. But, like, yes, part of it is that Larry thinks Xander's gay. 
But also, I would like to think that part of it is he's being respectful of that and not mm-hmm. just going around and spreading his secret if he's not comfortable with it. Um, or at least he would want to be the one to tell people. Also, I love how, like, the one thing they notice about Larry, they're like, oh, like, he's being nice. Like, he's not being super, like, inappropriate, mm-hmm. touchy now. And I love how, like, that's the thing. Like, oh, he comes out. He's like, oh, guess I don't have to act like an asshole anymore. And it's great. Yeah. It's so that's cool. Crazy. It's such a cool yeah. message. It's such a cool message. It's like, oh, this guy's nice now. Because... Right. Because she, like, drops, that girl drops the books. And then he's like, oh, thank God for Thigh Master. Yeah. And then later she drops her books. And he helps her pick them up. Mm-hmm. What a that's nice so guy. Because he's, he's not having to be this, like, perceived vision of masculinity. Mm-hmm. You know? He doesn't have to be this cowboy that strolls in. Mm-hmm. Instead, he gets to be Shane, the cowboy who stumbles in and stays with the family and helps them lift a giant uh, uh, tree trunk Shane! out of the ground. What is that? He yells. I was confused with Old Yeller. It's the same thing, though, right? It's just a little kid just yelling Shane. Yes. It's like a little kid yelling Oh, yeah. The yelling. kid yells Shane forever. Yeah. Yeah. And what? And Shane. And Shane. And Shane. I don't think I saw it. That's Older. good. It's yeah. good. It's also a book by Jack Schaefer. Oh, great. I'd, I would highly recommend checking Jack it Schaefer? out. Jack Schaefer? Jack Schaefer. Isn't she the, the screenwriter that wrote Timer and The Shower? Do they have the same name? Possibly. Timer's a great movie. But I'm sure there's another Jack Schaefer. Timer. Emma Caulfield's in it? Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Love Emma Caulfield. Can't talk about her yet. <laughs> I, mean, uh, Emma, Emma Cal- I mean, Emma Caulfield, the star of I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. Yeah, and Timer. And Timer and Darkness Falls. Uh, and speaking of Darkness Falls, the X Files episode, which she was the guest on, <laughs> she was the guest on the Darkness Falls now, episode you're of the, uh... X Files files, and they talk about how she was in Darkness Falls. It's great. It's so meta. It's amazing. That's Sorry. Great. If you're playing Sunnydale Study Group <gasps> drinking game, this will be one of those times <gasps> you take a shot. Yes. Or you eat a dame. <laughs> Where we talk about the X Files or reference something or mask something that we're not supposed oh, to talk about. Oh, relevant. Yeah. Oh, relevant. It is relevant. Um, yeah, but it's like, so it's also the Larry, the Larry story also parallels Oz's story. Yeah. Uh, about the idea of the exact thing you just said so eloquently about holding on to a secret that you are worried about being persecuted for. Oz is doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But as a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, this is, this is Oz's coming out episode. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Do you guys think that Oz would have, like announced his suspicions right away if he didn't think that he had killed someone because when i was going back and watching that scene like i didn't remember exactly how this episode played out and i thought that like he had confessed um and because i have images of like something that happens later on and i was like oh like that's when that happens but it doesn't so i was just expecting him to like confess and like they would be like oh okay you're the werewolf like whatever but mm-hmm. then after he thinks that he's killed Teresa, mm-hmm. and then I feel like after that he's just like, oh, like this is like, I almost feel like it gets more serious. So do you think that like that's what makes him? Yeah, he probably wanted to get his bearings first because Oz right? isn't a logical. It's yeah. not like it was a logical thing to do, but like I just would have expected Oz to be like, oh, well, it looks like I'm a werewolf. Like let's do something about this. Yeah, well, he's so practical when he finds out, right? Where he yeah. calls. I love that scene. Yeah, he calls yeah, he's just so like, blunt yeah. about it. I feel like that says a lot about his family. Uh huh. Yeah. How long has that been going on for? <laughs> yeah and he's like oh yeah yeah his cousin Jordy mm-hmm. meanwhile there's a tiny young little werewolf out there named Jordy do you think it's Jordy LaForge I hope it is great 
Um, <laughs> and again, uh, that's if you're playing uh, Sunnydale City Group Bingo, that's uh, referencing TNG. You can go and check that box off. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool. And just so you guys know, where the 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 next episode, next week's episode, we have a very special guest, Becca Scott. And we mm-hmm. we go into a lot, and so this this session's gonna be a little shorter because. Uh, we're kind of knocking both of these out, mm-hmm. um, but just the the Triforce tonight. Right, right. Uh, without going too much into it, though, it's just a really great episode because I feel like this whole time we felt that there's something special about Oz, and we couldn't quite pin it. But it wasn't a thing where it's like he had this like secret because he even he's unaware of it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's so funny because it's, it's like a more recent development because like when he does ask if Jordy was a werewolf, you kind of get the idea that like oh this is the first time like this change has happened mm-hmm. to him, and it's also the first time a werewolf is showing up, so it's not like I don't th- I don't think he's been a werewolf this whole time. There's no 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 I don't think so. No, no. Tra- this yeah. is his. First. This is his first moon. Becoming it. Yeah. Yeah. This is his first moon. Cool. I like the way that. First said. moon. First moon. Sounds I remember like my a, first moon. Oof, sounds like a Twilight prequel. <laughs> first moon. First moon. When she's still in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that first film. Or maybe it's the prequel to Walk Two Moons. Oh, yeah. Just Walk One Moon. A Walk Two Moon Remember. <laughs> <laughs> walk uh, Two Moons in the morning. Um, <laughs> a, re- a question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, what's the biggest secret you guys had in high school? Besides being a werewolf? Besides being a werewolf. Mine's really dark. Oh. Do you not want to say it out loud? Um. I haven't even thought of mine yet, so this is a very irresponsible question. I'm going to see if I can think of a better one that's less depressing. Yeah, I'm going to try to think of a more shareable, non-depressing one as well. If they're all depressing, then maybe we don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of mine. Is it depressing? I, I don't I don't think I had any depressing secrets. Mm-hmm. So no. <laughs> it's pretty open about most stuff in high school. Yeah. Good point. Hmm. Well, well, never mind. All right. Well, that thought. Well, see, this is a nice example, though, of like, uh, we're not even really comfortable about sharing these, you know, I, with each other. Oz would definitely I'm, be very uncomfortable. I'm comfortable with sharing it. It's just like really. It's Dark. like a it's a downer. Well, like, okay, so I'm going to say it, and then okay. we can cut it out, and you guys can tell me how much of a downer it is. But uh, up until freshman year of high school, I think. Freshman year is when I stopped because I used to cut myself. Uh-huh. And so when we would change in gym class because I cut up my thighs. So when I would have to like take my pants off and put my gym shorts on, I'd have to hide that I had all these like slash marks on my oh, thighs. But wow. They, so it's dark. Yeah. Like, it's, that's yeah. like my biggest probably like high school secret because I didn't tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. And I like physically had to hide it. But One time oh. I... Uh... Uh, we'll wait for this, this really quick fire to go out. I was like, it's, it's not like... Damn! A, not <laughs> um, it's dark. Uh, there was one time uh, someone hurt my feelings a lot, and so I uh, tried to cut the letter T into my arm for traitor. And then Whoa. it really hurt, and then I was like, you know what, actually I'll probably just remember this. And I did. I don't recommend... No, it's horrible. No, cutting is something, it's not like glorified, but I definitely see it less now, but it used to be... On TV, sorry, I have candy in my mouth as I'm trying to do this. Really You're talking about this super Very serious. serious. Was, yeah. I mean, the only reason because me and my really good friend at the time had both tried doing it, and it's only because it's in every kind of like teen drama. Yeah. Like when a character is upset, like they start cutting, and then it was such a fashion to wear a ton of bracelets or stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you kind of find out like where you can cut and how you could hide it, and it was just I feel like it was very overly perpetrated in television shows. Yeah. I yeah. don't see it a lot now. I saw it a lot then, 
and maybe it's just I watched too much Degrassi, but, like, I just remember seeing it all the time, and I feel like if I didn't see it as much on TV, I, I don't want to blame TV, but, like, I just feel like it was a thing, like, it was a go-to It thing. was in pop culture. Yeah. Was, yeah. I, I'll blame Linkin Park music videos, I don't care, I'll blame anything, but, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's definitely... It's one of the, it's, I don't know, there's, like, a lot of things that we see on TV. This relates back because we're talking about Buffy. But I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we see on TV where they're just, like, if you have feelings, this is how you deal with them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, when life gets too tough, this is what we do. The problem, of course, with... <laughs> Sorry. These are literally, like, they're hurting my teeth. Tiny waves are crashing upon tiny cliffs. That's what it sounds like. Uh, but a lot of, like, in, in TV, we see, like, it has to be visual, right? In TV and movies, it has to be mostly visual. Um, or it's Maybe, either I think I watched Royal Tenenbaums like I was like oh. really young I might have been like 8 the first time I watched that movie maybe it's that maybe it's Wes Anderson's fault but I feel like I saw it all the time on like teen dramas and yeah. stuff like that Degrassi. and it was Royal Tenenbaums it was like one of those things where it was like uh, you know like here's like a representation of anguish and I was like well I have anguish mm-hmm. I want to represent it so it was kind of like yeah. it was almost like putting a cart before a cart mm-hmm. <laughs> there, was even, there wasn't even really a horse involved it was sort of a simulacrum of mm-hmm. expression um, oh, I think I know what mine was, because now as I think back on it, I don't think I ever really divulged this to people, and it was definitely something, I think I maybe mentioned it to you Yeah, two guys. noses. Two noses. A double noser. Oh. Mm-hmm. Walks around in shame. <laughs> no, but um, <clears throat> I had extreme digestive anxiety. Sure. To the point where I... Especially my sophomore year was constantly overcome by it. Like, not like, like it was rare that it wasn't on my mind. Wow. It was like, uh, it was something I had to like tell teachers. Uh-huh. I was like, if I leave the room, it's because you're, it's because I'm going to the bathroom. Uh huh, sure. And oftentimes I wouldn't actually have to go. It was just like, you just said that. No. Oh, it, oh, it oh, felt, I see. oh, I it see. It felt like I did. Uh-huh. And it was just stress and anxiety wow. manifesting. It was pretty... It was torturous. Yeah. It was something I was concerned about every day. And I think that when I didn't realize... And it wasn't just in school. It was like, oh my God, I remember driving to Boston once with my brother and his wife. And I like felt it in my in the car. And I was just like... It was any time where I would be in a situation where I did not have access, immediate, comfortable access to a facility, I was obsessed with thinking I was going to need to. Wow. And I think it didn't really fully... It started to subside in the next two years, and then it finally subsided um, in um, college. Because it was like in college, you didn't have to ask to leave. And it, that's when I realized it was mental. It was mm-hmm. like, it, it was mental, but it was also in that process. I've kind of like trained my body to like have to do it a lot. Like, yeah. like when we go to like Disneyland and stuff, like I remember Drew, for example, was like, Chris, I noticed you go pee a lot. I was like, yeah, I've trained my body to mm-hmm. like have to pee a lot. Because it was like this constant fear that I was going to have to go. Right. Um, and so that I would say, I don't think I ever really, I know that's kind of a gross one. No, no, no it's fine. But it was like. I, no, but I, I feel like it's a common, <laughs> no, I feel like yeah. it's a common thing. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm not, 
gonna talk about bathroom stuff but i get yeah. where you're coming from because i've yeah. had stuff like it's it's a very like if you have really severe anxiety like mm-hmm. that is one of the major things that you like always think about mm-hmm. that's, that's gross, how it manifested but... yeah it was... it's like the most disgusting and like terrifying thing that could go wrong oh i so see it's just wow that just built on anxiety and it's, it's and it's like you don't want your class to know right you know it was like it's something that or like you don't want to like yeah it was it was pretty awful now that I look back on it I'm pretty glad that I've mostly overcome that it's like you know especially like you know thinking about like oh god like I don't want anybody to think like oh I'm going to the bat it was it was weird mm-hmm. it was super weird jeez it sucked yeah so if anybody's trying and actually and I won't say his name but someone who I interned with and he was my boss in an internship I was reading his blog one day and he actually expressed that he had that exact same thing. Whoa, and I nice. went and talked with him about it because we were I was working at Comic-Con for uh, that company, which I won't name. Those bastards. No, no. Um, <laughs> and, and I brought it up to him. And he's like, yeah, I always have a plan. I know exactly where the bathrooms are right now. Wow. And I always have a plan. So I was like, I was glad to know that I was not alone in that battle. I, I will contract a UTI pretty soon because... I do not. Do you guys get UTIs? Oh, Urinary yeah. tract infection. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. I just I'm, I'm sure that was a really dumb thing to say. But we can't get HPV, right? But we should get the HPV shot. We could be carriers, but I we think can't. You can, That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, we're supposed to get yeah. the HPV shot. I think it's like it affects ovaries. Yeah, well, it affects all of us. Ovaries. Well, because the thing with UTIs that you learn. Like, <laughs> I, what, you don't learn about UTIs a lot, but, like, the major thing that, like, you find out, like, when you, like, get older is, like, you get, you can get UTIs very easily if you're a girl just from having sex. Oh, right. Like, if you don't pee, it's either pee before or pee after. I'm pretty sure it's pee after, yeah, but I've heard it's both. A, yeah, it's And after. then it gets to the point where, like, I if should you just don't? pee, I should just pee at all times. No, because if you don't, if you don't pee after, you have to, like, rinse out clean out the stuff sure sure or else you can get a uti and utis are like whoa terrible. yeah mm-hmm. I, they're like you can contract them like that jeez it's yeah. super easy to get a uti if you're a girl wow yeah i've wow. gotten utis you have yeah it sucks. sounds painful it hurts it's like the green mile right didn't you have I've a UTI? Never gotten one but i'm really that's one of my big fears because things i can't do public public restrooms how can you uh, not do public restrooms how can i not like don't you have easy. to pee <laughs> I, I, yeah but I, I just I don't. Can't, I can't. I couldn't. I just won't. Oh I wow! Like I'd rather vomit my own urine up. I have. I that's intense. Pants. I have gone to the bathroom in some of the most nasty situations in the world. Yep. I remember there was this one time. <laughs> when, <laughs> there was this one time in At Albania. At least I don't feel ganged up on. <laughs> there was this one time in Albania. I'm you can hold it. In Where? Albania? <laughs> Sorry, James Bond is telling a story. <laughs> well, I'm half Albanian. Uh, we were in Albania, and I was having one of my issues this podcast is taking a turn well, yeah the episode is look oz the werewolf you got it please continue that Albania. you saw it this is the summary yeah. podcast let's just say we it. talk Al- about life through buffy yeah albania is not what you would call a developed country uh elements of it are mm-hmm. and we're in like slumdog millionaire bathrooms it wasn't quite that, but it was inching into that territory. Okay, so it's like... But I've kind of, because of my anxiety, I have trained myself to... No matter if what. If I gotta get it done, if I gotta get, if I gotta go to business, I'm, you know, I'm showing up. 
<laughs> I, 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 w- I found myself uh, at the Buffy Burlesque. <laughs> this, this is the potty podcast now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a potty. This is like radio. What? What's your biggest secret? Well, let me tell you about my <laughs> digestive issues. That's the clean way to say if it. If you can't handle this, uh, then, you know, keep listening because it's good to push yourself out mm-hmm. of your comfort zone. But you know, it feels um, good for everybody out there to know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was um, I don't know there was uh, we were at the uh, Buffy burlesque show at the Weed yeah. across you know Weedenverse. across the Weedenverse, where and, I met Monica uh, yeah yeah and uh, and there the restroom there was just uh, a door that was pretty that was unlocked there was no locking mechanism and there were so many men that were just ingesting liquid that they had to expel it and so there and there were so many of us uh-huh. uh, that there was people were utilizing everything that you could urinate into. So it was just a lot of back-to-back urinating. And I looked in, and the guy behind me, so two guys walked out, and I looked in, and I was like, wait, this, what am I supposed to do here? And the guy behind me was like, let's go, come on, let's just do it, right? Like, it's just nothing, you just you just do it. And I walked in, and I stood there for a few seconds, I was like, you know what, sir? You don't just do it. <laughs> walked out. That's intense. One time, have you ever had to pee in one of those urinals that's like a giant sink? Oh, you mean a trough? The trough ones with yeah. ice at a, at a club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was trying you know, I to do this all the time. I was trying I realized to realize how stupid that question was <laughs> as I asked it. Yeah, it's like there's no barriers. It's like everybody was line up. And yeah. I remember I was like trying to make it happen once at a bar or a club or yeah. something. And this guy comes up next to me and he's easily going. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, you ever been to prison? <laughs> and I was like, No. <laughs> You want to go? And he was like, oh, imagine, this is, we can maybe cut this out if we need to, but he said to me, he's like, oh, yeah, imagine just, you know, 12 cocks lined up like this. I was like, Jesus. I don't know why that would be the movie cut out. <laughs> Actually, fun bathrooms are right. the word cock is strange. In China, uh, in China, toilets are either like normal Chinese toilets or American style. So American style ones actually have seats. But like normal Chinese toilets are just holes mm-hmm. in the ground. And sometimes they're nicer. Sometimes they're like porcelain holes. Um, but you, you have to squat right. and like, you literally, they'll show you like diagrams and it's like squat. And like a lot of the times they don't have toilet paper. <laughs> it's, you learn very fast. Like when you were in China and also like when you get really dehydrated on the first day and almost pass out and then they just make you drink water constantly. So you don't do that for the rest of the three week trip. So <laughs> that was a, that was, wow. that was an ordeal. Yikes. Um, I... Do, do I want to get into this? This is just turning into old man Omar gripe session here. Good. Let's just do it. Let's just let's just open our eyes to the moon. Let's let the fur grow and let's just be our animalistic selves. Uh, huge issue with Disneyland restrooms. What are they? I'm I'm I, against I, them. I'm hugely against them because this is this is the worst session we've done so far. Uh, it's definitely the most personal. About this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the thing is people are just like fine with it i feel like i'm going insane here's here's my problem guys and we've all been to disneyland together yeah. yeah um i feel like i'm going insane because people are just like go to the restroom and it's like i'm not going to defecate next to a child if if i would explain that situation to anyone and not just include the, oh i was at the disneyland restroom and i was at the restroom in disneyland they'd be like you're on Megan's Law. <laughs> We're carting you off to the cops right now. Every parent in the world hates you. But apparently, just with public restrooms, it's fine. Like, suddenly, like, all the laws of society just break down. And we're just like, 
oh no, it's fine. There's a wall that barely covers your body, and there's a child on their side, and this is fine, and no one talks about it. It's goddamn insane. It's insanity. <laughs> I'd rather carry around a catheter than have to deal with this terrible, terrible, <laughs> Greco, disgusting, like, post-vomitorium situation. And I hate it. And it's, like, it's, I hate it more than anything in the world. I've never thought about that, but I feel like that's probably more of a male fear, almost. I don't like, carry that fear. <laughs> I've literally, I've never thought about this, but I don't. Like, I just, there's, like, you just, you go to the restroom, which I don't at Disneyland, but you go to the restroom, unless it's a restaurant, because then it's more private. There's a few, there, you gotta know where to go. I go to, I go to California Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, like, there's some places that are more isolated. Yeah. Or they're, like, a one-off, you know? Oh, yeah, I know the secret one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I know, yeah. The ones that yeah. are your own little sanctuary. I don't... I avoid Pinocchio's area. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, no, Village no. House is not yeah. a friendly place. Stay away from the fantasy land. <laughs> right, right, right. Please. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, my God. In uh, in Florida, for the Harry Potter world, mm-hmm. the bathrooms have uh, Moaning Myrtle talks to you. That would I'm okay with that. that. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> like, you're in it, and you're like, yeah. she's like, hello. And you're like, oh, God, Myrtle, just please, let me do this. <laughs> Uh, anyway, fun. yeah. So well, I feel like we retired that subject. I think we've yeah. I think we've moved on. Anyway, speaking you know. of Harry Potter, uh, uh, werewolves. Yeah, yeah. Why would you name your Why would you name your kid the name for werewolf? Jordy. No. <laughs> yeah. Jordy roughly translates to Lupin. werewolf. Remus Lupin. Oh, yeah, Lupin. Lupin. Uh, rest call... in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, oh. Kind of. Yeah. But... No. Can yeah, we absolutely. Spoiler. Harry yeah. Well, we just did. I, I mean, it was ten it years ago, right? Yeah, but... Fuck, that was 10 years ago? Maybe. I'm just throwing it That was <laughs> Ikea horses. Um. Um, but, but I just want to talk about... I'm going to be catty here, but the werewolf looks so bad. And they oh, didn't even try awful, and hide. Because no. I guess they were like, oh, we're a hokey show. We can just show it in the light. They could have at least, like, played with X-Files the lighting. Shit, yeah. yeah, they could have exiled it. So you just... And they did that in, like, uh, early season one with the, the bug. Yeah. Uh, uh, with the um, teacher's pet. Yeah, Mantis. so like yeah. that's still like you could tell. It's fair it, game. It do it. Fine. Mm-hmm. They should have done that with the werewolf, and they did not. And... Expels was able to make Luke Wilson look scary because of low lighting. You can make anything look scary. Yeah. Pulling out a bad blood reference. Oh. She got it. Nice. Mia didn't know what bad blood was, and I was like, "What's but like?" But we used to have bad blood. Wait, wrong word. Uh-huh. Good bad blood. blood. No, that's the song. No, we used, we used to, have... to have bad blood. Yeah. And now we got good blood. Wait, wait, hold on. No, it's... Wait, it's the vampire. No, it's, it's the vampire version. It's, it's, no, it's, oh, baby, now we got bad Yeah, blood. and now they've got and it. So yeah. we used to have mad love. Oh, yeah, mad but love. But take a look that you've done. Because now, now we traded blood. blood. No. Yeah, that's the I, vampire I saying. Yeah, that, this werewolf is horrible, but... <laughs> But what, but the thing that's funny is the future spoiler alert werewolf stuff continues to happen in this show. What? Uh, the werewolves don't necessarily get any better. No, they're just kind of like, monkey. They're kind of yeah. Yeah, you it's described it as like monkey earlier. Yeah, yeah. Bear, and it's like kind of short. They just like these the silly thing. things. We can trash it all we want. We don't know what real werewolves look like. I think they look like the lichens in Underworld. I don't. I disagree. You think so? For uh, the sake of argument, I disagree. how about they look like what Lupin looked like in Harry Potter three? That was a cool looking werewolf. Cool looking werewolf. Inaccurate. You think so? Yeah. Lupin? Yeah. That was a pretty good werewolf. It looked good, but it was inaccurate. It was fake. Oh, but yeah. the, the Real transformation werewolves. of Oz to a werewolf looked really good. Or yeah. Oh, where he wakes up. He was very anamorphs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I love that moment where he's just like, huh. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. The only part I don't like, and I think it's a little 
too far into the like we're trying to write in Whedon's language mm-hmm. and it didn't quite land is he says gladness. Yeah. You know that part? You're like that? No. Gladness Everdeen. He goes glad <laughs> gladness. I was like, Ugh. Yeah. It kind of made me hurt. It, it hurt it a little. It has a little fridge magnetic. Yeah. Um Do you want to talk about that part? No. I was like, <laughs> Oz, Oz finds out that nobody was hurt, and he goes, gladness. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe it, it just clocked in my mind. Gladness watched yeah, over him. I, was, um, I tried to repress it. I see the arm of the bell. This is a shorter period. Oh, the arm mm-hmm. of the bell. The arm of the bell. Uh, great Sylvie Plath book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank God the arm of the bell is there, because I have been holding something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a werewolf transformation. I can't wait to drive out to the middle of Montana. Uh, anyhow, um, we... Uh, one thing I just really want to quickly talk about is the great little fun, terrible, horrible sexism in this episode. Yeah, I literally wrote so many horrible men in this episode. Yeah. Gag. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, why? These are bad. It's so... He's so bad. Overtly in it. And it's because it's not just the hunter. It's the Larry stuff. And I get with the Larry stuff mm-hmm. that they were trying to flip yeah. it. Um, but they also... Buffy needing to be bad at like like Willow being like now Buffy remember you're supposed to be a bad girl like a dumb girl like the rest of like a weak girl like the rest of us. Here's my question: it's Was like, that why? was that did this stuff pop up in '97 as being like really weird, or was it like well these guys are normal, these are normal men? I don't really remember 1997 super well. It was yeah. the year after the year of the rat. I guess it was. I think we're 98 probably, at this point. Oh, 98, 98, 98. 99. So I remember a little bit better because we were two years away from Backstreet Boys Millennium. <laughs> I was waiting on it. Um, I think that, um, I don't know. I I, I think it was probably a writer thing because it's like the hunter is like he's, it comes through in him and not just insulting Buffy and not knowing what a slayer is, but like the comments he makes about Giles, like and Buffy together. Do you think that 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 hunter was, was, do you think the hunter was like some producer they had to deal with and they just wanted to write him into the episode? Almost because I think he pretty much adds nothing. He's so specific, but yeah. so yeah, but it's not in the fabric of the werewolf story, really. Yeah, no. I mean he's a great villain in that sense, where we don't see a whole lot of this dealt with um, so in our face. Like yeah. I feel like a lot of it is within like the context of the paranormal world, right? And then this guy who's just like this like hunter. He's a big D-bag. game hunter. Did and they he, maybe yeah. like maybe they were like maybe people won't understand why she can't just like kill the werewolf like maybe we need yeah. to show them we need a we need an experienced hunter and also he adds stakes because it's like he wants to kill a yeah werewolf. that's true he's totally off kilter he's he's unreasonable yeah that makes sense actually now yeah. that we're painting him out and realizing that like Buffy and Giles can't work with him because he doesn't trust Giles yeah he doesn't trust Buffy yeah because. Yeah. They both believe in strong female characters. Yeah, he puts werewolf teeth on a necklace. <sighs> He's a poacher. Yeah. He's a werewolf poacher. And murderer. And murderer. Straight up murderer. Yeah, what's that line? I actually, I thought that there was a few good lines where it's like, that, it's like, that werewolf is like a human the other 27 days yeah. a month. And he's like, well, that's why I don't hunt them on those ones. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a weirdo. And who's Ooh. buying these pelts? Did he say? Yeah, he said he can. Cruella sell. Werewolf Deville. <laughs> Cruella Werewolf Deville. <laughs> Cruella Werewolf Deville. Like wolf pelts. Yeah. Ask questions. And they're like, is this illegal? Then it's like, ah, uh, hmm, good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm. What a what a bad guy. 
And there's our bell. Oh, there we go. I would love to talk more about uh, our bathroom behaviors, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're running out of time. Ooh. So before we... <laughs> I'm sorry that I brought it there, guys. That's all right. I think, well, uh, it's probably better that we focus on that versus yeah. the home that I were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your guys' was way more intense yeah, than what I was saying. Bring yeah. that back. Yeah, so let's loop it back. Uh, what we're gonna yeah. every week we talk. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, every week we do an extra activity, and what that means is we uh, make something up on the spot, inspired by the episode. And uh, it's really we have no idea what it's gonna be. It could be a local commercial, it could be a news interview, it mm-hmm. could be a jingle. It really, could be anything. Yeah. So, Holland Farkas, what are we doing this week? Mm, I'm in between two things. Okay, so first of all, I wrote down the original Twilight, but I feel like this is referenced a lot because it's like. Angel versus like werewolf us right. mm-hmm. over Teresa's body, which is very much vampire versus werewolf. And now that's I always instantly think of Twilight, even though I haven't seen the movie or read the books, and I'm just like, no. Mm-hmm. Wait, we'll talk about this later on the um, car ride. Also, and we'll try not to bring too much um, attention to Twilight. Word scuttlebutt. Okay, so I remember, <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I heard it like in this episode because I don't know where else I would have heard Little scuttlebutt. Is, do they say Scuttlebutt, or do they just say Scuttle? Like, his name's Scuttle. Oh, no, it's in South Park. I don't watch <laughs> South Park. I don't really watch South Park. I'm not so, no, so it's this episode. But, like, I'm pretty sure it was this episode, and I was like, Scuttlebutt, that's such a great word, and I had used it, because all 90s, like, that's not even an insult, it's just a word, but there's a lot of, like, you'll recognize the 90s shows, we'll just say, like, butt munch, or, like, there's another one that's just, like, butt something, like, they just use butt in, like, a Yeah. Word. Butt is often... The the word butt was celebrated in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of butt breath. So maybe just like in in terms in terms mm-hmm. of what we were discussing earlier, uh, we could just do an extracurricular activity and just like the origin of words with like butt and maybe butt means something like oh okay more, or like add to the word like the historic. Uh, what's the word yeah. for that? Okay, the, yeah. The, Etym- the etymology. Yeah. The etymology, all right. Etymology of butt. Welcome back to Etymology Extravagu with Jethro Magician. Here's your host, Jethro Magician. Hello, uh, I am... Jethro Magician, and today we are going to discuss the etymology of the word butt. Now, you may chuckle, but butt is a very serious word that has been passed down from generation to generation and has always been relevant in the culture, though it may go by other names. It is, it is still always a butt. So today we are going to discuss some famous words that use the word butt as a part of them and what they mean. My guest today is a, a master of etymology and with, with a minor specifically in in the word butt. And I would just like to talk to you today, sir, uh, about this word and some different forms of this word that you find uh, truly interesting and inspirational. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this is Professor Beauregard. Hello, Beauregard. Uh, again, um, I teach etymology with a minor butt. A minor, but what? Oh, oh, a, mi- a minor, a minor. Yes. 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 The word but came from an old Gaelic term uh, that was actually more of an automatopoeia. Ah. 
before that we had several other names for um for the rear and uh and and all that that implies <laughs> mm-hmm. but before that uh uh it really was different uh in terms of its origin because it actually had more to do with the head in yeah. fact the first term that we ever see the word but appear is but head uh what about what about head butt did that did that come shortly after that came after oh, very astute ah, okay. you do very well in my class oh thank you now the word but is the sound of when an ocean wave laps upon a sandy shore. But. 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 Ah, yes, I've I've never thought of that before. And at the time that this word was developed, uh, the village folk who lived by the ocean would often go into the ocean to communicate with the silky. These mystical animals that are, um, well, as you know, seals that oftentimes shed their clothes. It was in one uh, one-off Buffy novel that uh, I once found at a dollar store. And those who would emerge from the ocean with extra knowledge would often have sea foam on their head, almost as if it was a crown. Hmm. So upon their head, they would carry the butt, the butt, the butt. So, wow, this is, this is so interesting. Thus making them buttheads. Wow. Now, of course, at a certain time, we turned away from the idea of mythological animals. We turned mm-hmm. away from the idea of nature developing knowledge. It became more clinical. Of course, we're fast-forwarding to the 1700s. And at this point, a butthead, a person who would emerge from the ocean with more knowledge, was seen as a dunce, a dullard, if you will, adult. A butthead. Wow, this is very upsetting because I mean, all of my my cultural knowledge uh, comes from the the famous uh, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Beavis and Butthead. It was a um, I believe it was a, a foreign film uh, that they they found and converted into uh, an American an American soap opera about these. Oh these my! Oh teams. yeah, my yes. stepdaughter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, they, they weren't very nice or intelligent. Um, well, that's a slanderous misconception. <laughs> you can see how these things kind of perpetuate throughout time. The idea mm-hmm. of, uh, of a witch then taking on these, these, these almost um, what were related to, to images of Satan. Mm-hmm. At some point, the Cathars themselves were, were, were engraved in wood as, as kissing the anus of Satan. <laughs> You know, one could even say that maybe they were the, the first buttheads, if you would, right? Uh, of you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you well, wanted to light that candle and deal with the wax, which comes out of that. But uh, uh, yes, yes. But yes, it's 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 definitely very unfortunate that we've gotten to a place in our society where where the word butthead is used in that terminology, and I'm 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 fighting. I'm fighting to make sure that we can return. Yes. And, well, and I you, I, I must say, with your your program here and your discussion of language, you are quite easily my favorite butthead oh why why thank you thank you professor beauregard for for giving us the scuttlebutt on the origination of the word butt <laughs> i feel a lot smarter i i too feel like like a butthead today after listening to you speak. <laughs> oh, so thank you absolutely thank you, very much. Thank you for having me that has been Etymology extravaganza with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things. One, it was extravaganza. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, 
second of all, we just want to thank you so much for joining us and listening throughout this entire episode. Because yeah. we know that there are many other podcasts you can listen to. <laughs> if you came here for some Buffy knowledge, you, you walked away with a lot more. Yes. And maybe a lot less. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Join us next week. Here's a tidbit, tidbit of knowledge. So the, the, one of the very first things in this episode is a reference to which, which may come up next week's episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oz sees Drop that the Catherine the Great's yeah. uh, eyes are moving. Mm-hmm. Why would they point out that statue? Yeah. Mm. And, and I like that Oz likes it. He's like, yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, thank you so much for joining us for this discussion. <laughs> That's, I'm using that very liberally. <laughs> of the episode Phases of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, we are going to be talking about a super awesome episode next week, but before we get to that, Chris, where can they find you? Hey, I'm Chris Permonti. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Amontiak, or you can find me performing with musical improv troupe Robot Teammate in the Accidental Party. Robot Teammate on Twitter, on Periscope, will be on Twitch on the 23rd, and we play around LA. You can find us and wherever we're going to be via the Facebook. How are you, Holland? My name is Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas, being reckless and oversharing and tweeting about whatever I feel like tweeting about. Uh, Facebook, Holland Farkas, Instagram, Farkland, articles on the internet places. Yes. On the internet places. Uh, also, um, Twitch, Rocket Jump Twitch. I'm there like, hey. three days a week. Three days oh, a week. Awesome. We're working on making that a thing. So. <laughs> nice. Hey. I'm Omar. You can also find me at youtube.com slash 2 geeks or on Twitter at the number 2 geeks. I also have my personal Twitter if you want to check it out at Omar Najam. And you can always find everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG. Again, that's at SSG Podcast on Twitter as well as Facebook.com slash Sunnydale Study Group. We love chatting with you guys. Uh, I don't, I'm a little hesitant to ask any questions this week, so instead I'm going to just tell you guys a bit of information that involves all of us. Last week we talked about Tom Lank. Oh, yeah. Shortly after, we hung out with Tom Lank. It's yep. really funny because if you listen to the episode, I'm like, oh, that guy. I'm Who's like, that guy? Oh, yeah. yeah Tom He's a good Lank, friend of ours. Right. Uh, <laughs> we basically, yeah, we showed up at the Twitch stream. He was also there. Rock Band was being played. Omar played a rock band with him. Mm-hmm. I tried to get him to do a Lucia song. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it, but it's fine, but we're friends now. He was yeah. looking hilarious on the drums. He told us about his cats. Yeah. His dogs. His dogs. dogs. They're different animals. His dogs. <laughs> we bonded. Mm-hmm. Both have tails. Talked about, we talked about podcasts. Yeah. He's great. So we're we're gonna have him on hopefully soon. If you want to tweet at him and say that he's great, do and it. then also mention the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But don't tell uh, him that we told you to. No, just just have it come naturally. Yeah, yeah. Let's let let us be organic. You know, in Buffy, how there's like a really silly episode, and the next episode is really serious, and mm-hmm. it's because they catch you off guard. Yeah. It's totally what this episode was. Because next episode is going to be amazing. We have our guest Becca Scott. Mm-hmm. We're going to be discussing an episode where everyone falls in band. love. And yeah, I rock band. Yeah, she also did play rock band. And yeah. it's going to get really deep. It's going to get really intense. Uh, so invest in it. Sit down, get some time, make sure you're ready for it because it's an amazing session. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Hold on to your butts, your yeah, skull butts. <laughs> Hold on to your skull butts. All right, buttheads, pack but... up your bags, pack up your books. Butts. We'll see you next. You know what? Butts. I'm not gonna finish it. This is fine. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. <laughs>